Hello, everybody. It is me, Lee Moore, also known as Nathan Thompson, and welcome to my podcast for today. I will be talking about my full experience at the University of Minnesota, besides all the academic stuff, like the actual important things to talk about. So, yeah. Um, one thing to note, I don't pronounce that word properly. The word important. I don't, I don't say it properly. I've noticed it. I always say important because I don't like pronouncing the first T. I don't know why, but that's how I've always pronounced important. Never important. It just sounds weird to me, so sorry about that. Or, well, why am I sorry? That's just me, guys. That's me, and no one's going to change me. All right, so University of Minnesota, beautiful place along the Mississippi River, and some fun uh, events involving people jumping from bridges and fires and hazmat incidents sometimes. Sometimes the fire alarm gets pulled, um, stacking chairs, state fairs, um, nerds in classes, the, the R word, electrical issues, and all of that. So yeah, that, I was just, <laughs> I was just um, listing off a bunch of things that I have here on my list for things to talk about. So first of all, why did I settle with the University of Minnesota of all places? I could have just stayed in International Falls and just worked my entire life as a minimum wage worker somewhere. Or I could work on the field and plow with the cows, even though, whatever, you get the point, country place. Or why didn't I go to Harvard or something and, like, literally destroy any sort of um, social instincts within my own soul? I don't know why I worded it that way, but you know what I mean. Why didn't I go there or, like, literally anywhere else? Um, answer, I love my home state of Minnesota, to be completely honest. Um, Minneapolis is a great urban city, regardless of what you, um, other people say, like, um, northern Minnesota rural place, but, yeah, it's actually a really great urban city. That's one of the reasons why I chose it, and it was also close, and it was affordable for what the university offers when compared to others, because you want that in-state tuition. So yeah, that's why I made that decision. It was cheaper, it was awesomer, and yeah, it was just epic. Um, but yeah, very very simple reasoning right there. All right, I guess the first thing that I experienced here was Welcome Week, or well, besides orientation, it was Welcome Week, which was basically a week where the university forces you to have fun with like weird activities. I remember going to like this speech in our big auditorium hall called like North Drop or something like that. I don't remember, I don't even know the the names of like half of these places here, but whatever. I remember that talk about um, being an adder, subtractor, multiplier, divider, I remember that. Um, I remember going into Huntington Bank Stadium, which is where the, um, the Gophers play for football. And I remember airplanes, um, the American flag, marching band, it was pretty cool. I watched Chris Pratt in there, too, for a movie. Won't, won't even say which movie it is, but you can guess. Um, this was, uh, th it wasn't the Mario movie. I'm just going to say that. And that was awesome, by the way. Um, critics are stupid and need to be, uh, I'm not going to say that for legal reasons. But, yeah. Um, I think Welcome Week was a pretty good experience, from what I remember. Well, besides the having to sit in Blegen Hall and um, listen to, like, what is essentially the handbook for the University of Minnesota students. I thought that was boring, but it's, like, required. Like, you have to read off your, like, your rights and, like, you're under arrest. And you can get a lawyer if you want for free, whatever. Like, that sort of stuff. Um, besides that, uh, during Welcome Week, I went to the State Fair. 
Um, what do you do at the state fair? Um, you listen to bands sometimes, and there's a lot of food. Like me, um, fat ass mania over here. I had a shit ton of food. Like, in, in fact, like I, I'm looking at a uh, fucking what is it here? Martha's cookies, sweet Martha's um, cookie jar, whatever the hell. Absolutely delicious cookies. Um, it, it's not a scam. Trust me. Even though it was like what twenty dollars or something for like a whole bowl. Yeah. Um, I had other things there, like deep-fried pickles, and those are amazing, because pickles are amazing. If you disagree, get off this podcast right now, and literally shove a pickle straight up your nose. Yeah. Uh, besides that, for the state fair, I remember, like, um, getting confused about, uh, St. Paul in general, because that's where, uh, it was taking place at, or the St. Paul portion of the university. And the buses, like, completely skipped a bunch of us and just decided... Oh, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Um, oh, okay, guys. Um, I'm sorry. For some reason, my MacBook just, like, completely cut me off. Like, at exactly five minutes. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm pissed. Um, oh, yeah, I was talking about the buses telling uh, me and, like, this one girl to go fuck ourselves. Because, like, we were literally running towards this fucker, gunning it. And, yeah, we had to wait a pretty long time. Uh, so, yeah. Um, aside from that, for, like, the first part, my first week there in, like, late August, along, like, yeah, with Welcome Week and the State Fair, um, like, I first got moved in here, my mother laughed and cried, my sister cried like a little baby, (laughs) but whatever about that, and I remember just sitting there, like, by myself for, like, the first, like, couple of minutes thinking, wow, I'm actually completely independent, what am I gonna do? And then the first thing that happened after that was there was a knock on my door. And I met someone on my floor named James. And he seems like a nice dude. Um, I don't socialize with him much or, like, the general, like, um, clique that's outside of my room usually at all times. Or, well, besides one one other um, woman that, uh, like, loves sitting out there. But, yeah, nice enough. Um, Just talking to people and meeting them. That was, like, the big thing, and then, like, never talking to them ever again. Uh, some epic thing that happened, like, I think it was literally the second night that I was staying at the university. Um, there was, like, panicked knocking at my door. Or, or no, th- th- this was also the first night when my mother and sister left. This was at night, and I heard a shit ton of knocking at my door, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on out there? And it was, like, some fucking kids, and... There's, like, a ton of them, and they are raiding each floor and, like, getting everyone. It's like, oh, my God, go down the staircase. Go go down the staircase. So we all went down the staircase, and then we, like, we're starting to walk outside. And then I was like, what the fuck am I even doing? Like, I am wearing, like, literally almost nothing on. Like, I have, like, these sandals that barely fit on me because I, I was just in such a rush to go with them. And they're like, oh, we're going to go, like, five miles out to East Bank. And then I said, fuck that. So... That happened, but yeah. Um, okay, more significant moment, I guess. Um, me meeting the man himself. His name is Andre. He was my roommate, or he, he still is. Um, as of now, I'm, I'm making this on, uh, on Tuesday. Um, it, yeah, it is May 2nd of 2023 right now, May 2nd. And I have until the 6th, and then I'm gone. So yeah, but I pretty much have nothing else to do right now, my all my classwork is over, or all my classes are over, and I just have a little bit of homework to do, but I'll do that tomorrow. So, yeah. So, I met this Andre dude. My first impression of him, 
I absolutely hated this dude. Like, he was so annoying, like, honestly. Like, you cannot tell me that, like, when you're a bald man and, like, you expect, like, another guy to be with you, they're going to have, like, normal hair. But he was just taunting me because he has this long-ass, luscious-looking hair that I want so much. I want, literally want half of it. But, yeah, he came in, put up his stuff, and I can say we got along really well during this during the two semesters that we were here. And he's an awesome dude, honestly. Or, like, like socializing with the dude, that is. Um... But but the one thing I object to with him is he's an epic gamer and I'm not. I'm confused on why he would want to shoot people in games and that's kind of like cringe. But that's just me. Um, aside from that, uh, I don't really have too much else to say about Andre, but I like him. He's a good friend. Um, oh, I, I guess my next bulletin here is just says nerds in classes fall semester. Oh, yeah. Basically, Andre has been my only friend here on campus. And that's for a couple of reasons. One, I never fit, I don't fit into the social clique on my floor. And um, two, the people in my classes in general, not not even just fall semester, but even spring semester, it's like, uh, don't really fit in with them either. But yeah. Um, oh yeah, like, but tons of nerds though. You would not believe how many um, poli-sci people are just absolute nerds. It is insane. Like these people were complaining about getting a 95% on like uh, an essay. They're like, I got like 80 on, and I'm like, I, I got a passing grade, and it's a B. And they're like, oh my god, I didn't not get an A+. Plus. But like, I guess that that's just me. That's just how I see it. Maybe they have to for some reason that I don't know about, but like, that's okay. Um, besides that, um, I, I don't think I have too much to say besides that. Uh, we're going to see if it cuts off. Oh, okay, it passed five minutes here on uh, my phone so i think we're just going to record with that and i'm going to disable notifications because andre's texting me fuck off andre fuck off right now fuck off oh my fucking god my phone is like literally having a stroke okay there so yeah. okay all right besides that um i guess a special thing that me and andre swear is this little like, I guess I could call it an inside joke, but it's it's weird. So basically, um, I don't know if it was, like, during the first week or something. or No, I think Andre described it as, like, a conversation I had my, with my sister very early on in the semester. Like, first week or two of, like, um, fall semester. And I said this word that uh, he would... It wasn't that he, like... Or I think it's because he didn't like it, and I get why. Um, I used the R word to describe a situation to my sister. And I, I, I'm very aware now of, like, how offensive that is to people that live in urban cities that are actually informed about ableism and what that means. But at the time, I didn't. And um, essentially, uh, it just became this weird joke because, um, not, because Andre said that he found it funny when I said it um, for a reason. Uh, uh, I, I'm disabled, guys. Like, come on. I'm literally autistic. That's why. Autistic people literally saying the R word is, like, absolutely amazing. I'm not going to say it here on the podcast, though, because I I don't want to do that, and that'd be kind of retarded. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's a bombshell for people. Um, Yeah, that's right. I'm autistic. All, all of that weird behavior you saw of me that you assumed to me just being a piece of shit, um, um, now you can, like... 
say to yourself, oh, now it makes sense why I hate this person. It's because he has a disability. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, it's true. The, the, the disability part, not people hating on me, but, like, whatever. So, yeah, take that in and, um, like, literally cry. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, besides from that, uh... Um, so, basically, me just saying the R word in, like, literally any context is just funny to Andre, and I just keep egging him on with it. If it wasn't for the fact that, um, he first talked about it with me, I probably wouldn't have made a big deal of it. But now, like, I say the word all the time, and it's, like, an amazing word, by the way. So, yeah, um... Um, thank you, Andre. Thank you. Um, okay. Now I'm kind of done talking about fall semester stuff because there's not really that much else to talk about in terms of, like, fall semester. Is like, yeah, people on my floor went to this, uh, gay nightclub called the Gay 90s, and I never went because I don't, I don't like that concept of partying. I just don't, I just don't find, like, how people find it enjoyable. But yeah, that's just me, though. Uh, aside from that, um, I don't really recall anything, like, super interesting happen happening, like, fall semester, but, yeah. Um, so now we will go to spring semester, current one, and I get to talk about some amazing things that have happened here. So, um, I have electrical issues listed on here, so, um, basically... Me and Andre came to a conclusion on something about the room that um, I'm in. So basically, um, the room that me and Andre are situated, uh, or the room that me and Andre are situated in, is a corner room in the building. It's literally one of the four corners of this building, and it has a beautiful view of uh, the bridge, the the Minnesota, the University of Minnesota bridge, right? And um, because of that, the electricity is actually split very weirdly. So you'd expect for a room with two people that has an almost equal amount of outlets on each side that um, the entire room would be under one breaker. But no. Me and Andre have a hypothesized that Andre's side of the room, um, like that individual breaker has all of Andre's stuff and the outside plugs that are in the hallway. And then me... Nathan Thompson, I share my plugs with two other people. So there are three people on one breaker, theoretically, and one person on one and sometimes maybe a little more depending on who goes out there and charges their crap. So, um, the combined forces of me and my two sweetmates, we probably um, used a lot of electricity. and or Well, we definitely did because it came to a point. Um... We have so much electricity plugged in that if we use any of our, like, devices that are, um, normally, like, I wouldn't say, like, they're off. It's kind of like a microwave. So, like, if you just have a microwave and it's, like, plugged into the electricity and it's, like, on but, like, not using it, like, that's fine. But if you use the microwave, it will completely, um, like, short the entire circuit or whatever. Or it'll, tri it'll trip it. It'll trip the breaker. And basically that happened. And, um, it only happened when I tried to make tea. Or only when I made tea at night, when um, one of my sweetmates is also an epic gamer, and he has, like, a probably a $3,000 setup in his room, because uh, sub um, people from suburbs always need that. And, um, yeah, and I was pretty much blamed for it by both of them, even though it's, like, a collective issue, that it was my... Um, 
my goddamn fucking electric kettle to make tea. So now it's on um, Andre's side of the room. So, yeah. And it was really funny because, like, um, um, I was I was still able to get electricity because um, I just used, like, an extension cable and plugged it onto Andre's side of the room. And because all of my, um, everything that I have in my room is, like, connected to, like, one um, um, surge cable or surge protector. So I just plugged in my, my surge protector into the extension cord, and then I have electricity, and it's all fine. But um, my suite mates apparently had no electricity in their room at all. So, yeah. And the university, um, when we described the experience to them, like, to get it fixed, they just pretty much just flipped the breaker back on and decided, uh, oh, yeah, there's no problem with three people on it, but I don't know. They're, they probably have a good reason, and uh, I'll, I'll let one of you comment about how wrong I am about that. So, yeah. So you can fucking roast me or something. That's all good. But, yeah, um... Still talking about sweetmates. Um, the bathroom war, I believe, is finally concluded. Um, there have been losses on both sides, and the casualties are immeasurable. It's um, I'll probably remember uh, March twenty sixth as the worst day ever. But yeah, um, I have nothing else to say about that. Um, but yeah, uh, okay, epic blizzard time. Uh. I think it was in, like, March, um, we had, like, this epic fucking blizzard that literally canceled class for, like, a single day, and it was, like, so amazing, that's literally it. I literally put an entire bulletin to, like, literally just say a single sentence, so, yeah, um, epic blizzard moment, um, historical winter, I'm pretty sure, down here in the Twin Cities. I forget how many feet of snow we've got down here, but it was a lot, and I think it's comparable to, actually, my hometown here in National Falls, so, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, oh, and then, now we're gonna be talking about a very, very special week, where a ton of events happened on campus, um, so, let's talk about it, um, the fire alarm was pulled, I'm pretty sure, three times within this one week, there was a health-related event on campus, or, or in Middlebrook Hall, which is the residential hall I live in, where a person, um, allegedly had a shotgun or something, and locked themselves in a bathroom somewhere in Middlebrook, and said that, like, they were gonna, like, off themselves or something. Like, they, they, they called the police or someone. And then, like, my experience with it was pretty much like this, so, uh, it was almost 11 p.m. and I was doing laundry because I was lazy that day and decided to do it, like, much later. And it, or I think it turned to exactly 11 p.m. and I was going down to get my clothing from the dryer on the first floor. And I live on the fourth floor. So I clicked on the elevator button. A door opens and, a, you know, just your friendly 10 to 12 police officers with ARs in their hands getting ready to kill someone maybe um um, they did not they they, that wasn't their intentions um i just have to make that clear um and i saw these people heavily armed or these police officers for the mpd and i'm like oh my god what's happening and then they asked me if i heard a loud bang and if um uh, oh sorry guys and if um all of the all of the bathrooms were a part of suites and yeah but I didn't hear a loud bang, so yeah. That was an interesting experience, and I don't think anyone was hurt, from what I know. Um, and according to my good old buddy Andre, there probably wasn't even a gun involved. 
but who knows. For all we know, it could have been just like an epic prank moment. Um, I believe, I, I think it was later during that week, or maybe it was the week after, there was a hazmat incident on campus where, um, on East Bank, like on the east side of the river, not where I am, I'm on West Bank on the west side, and, um, there was a hazmat incident where basically there was a bunch of carbon monoxide in a building, but everyone was fine. And then I believe near that building or a, a couple blocks away from that building, um, a dead body was found in, in another building. Um, not a university student, but yeah. And then apparently someone jumped off the bridge during that week too. So um, yeah, uh, allegedly for most of this. I remember walking on the bridge that day and, like, looking out to, like, see, um, there were, like, a ton of people looking out, like, towards, um, this, like, the south part of the Mississippi River. And I was like, what? what? What are they looking at? And then I look and there's, like, tons of police vehicles and, like, fire trucks and ambulances everywhere. It's kind of a hectic experience. And I was watching them, like, slowly go down river. Like, trying to find some sort of body. I don't know if they ever found it, but, uh... All I know is a week or two after that, I saw a bouquet of flowers tied to, uh... The rail of this bridge. So, yeah. Um... How about we get on to something more positive? Um... I'm, I'm finally ready to admit this, guys. I'm finally ready. I am the one responsible for the chair stacks outside of my room. And this is, like, a no-shit thing. Like, of course the person, like, that's closest to this fucking, like, table and chair setup is going to be doing it. So I was being so devious, and I stacked these chairs and this one table in such unique and awesome ways that, like, it, it could literally be a part of Wham, which is, like, the Wiseman Art Museum that's literally across the river. Like, it was so beautiful and so sexy. And all of you idiots had to tolerate it, and you just, um, either, well... <laughs> From what I saw, people either disassembled it as a group or they um, moved a single chair for themselves and started working there. So yeah, that was a fun. I, I plan to do one more chair stack. So um, any person on this floor, uh, on my floor right now, um, beware. Look for a fat bald guy. I'm um, doing some shit. All right, all right. Um, aside from that, uh. Like, I would say, I don't think there's much left. Um, this is my last week, and I'm getting ready to go back to the falls. And um, I'm actually starting to pack some stuff right now. Not a lot, though, because most of that will just happen this upcoming Saturday when I'll be leaving. But yeah, I'll be happy to return back to my hometown, but I will miss a lot of the cool-ass shit here. Like, um, looking at U.S. Bank Stadium every time I go to class or walk. Um... Seeing police officers um, patrol the light rail. Uh, looking at these awesome fucking buildings in the mall. Um, the mall part of the University of Minnesota. And um, I'll miss Andre. And I, I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, this experience has been something that I believe is... I believe it has shaped my life in a different way. Um, besides becoming more leftist, I, I, I'm sorry to all my my conservative Republican MAGA northern Minnesotan people. I'm sorry. I'm a literal leftist now, which is which is me being unironic about that. So yeah, attack me. 
Um, besides that, um, I think it's just something that I can't even describe with words, but it's definitely, um, opened my eyes about a lot of things in terms of, like, um, racial issues in my country, which is partially, um, partially thanks to, uh, race and racism in the U.S., which is a class. And then also just, like, just seeing how diverse it is here. Like, I grew up in a place, like, where, where, like, where we're all just, like, pieces of paper walking around and talking about, like, hunting and, oh, look at that, I, I caught a, I caught a fish on the river, bud. Oh, you did now, bud. Oh, wow. How many inches was it? It was 42, like, my dick. Like, it was, like, so fucking, like, it gets annoying after a bit, honestly, and people wearing flannel and, like, um... Ooh, ooh, I, I love the, the mill, eh? I love the mill. I love the mill. Like, and all that. <laughs> God. Um, if you guys don't know, um, 99% of the economy in my hometown is based off of one mill, and it laid off, like, uh, more than 300 people, in, like, in 2014 or something. Uh, most of that isn't true, by the way. Um, the only part that's true is that they laid off people. So, yeah. Everything else there was a lie. I think I, But it is a significant portion of our economy up there so yeah um but yeah i will finally conclude this podcast by saying that throughout everything that i've been through through the highs and the lows the greatest amount of stress and the brightest amount of light here at the university of minnesota i emerge a better man than i was when i first came down here I am a more structured citizen, and I am ready to run for public office, or actually, probably not. Um, I'm reconsidering my stance on uh, my career. I probably won't be in any big political position. Might not even run for, like, a legislative position, but I might help. I might be a part of a, a cabinet in the future. That's what I at least hope for. If not, I'll just become, like, a comedian or something, or a flight attendant, or um, a banker on the street. But, like, yeah. I'm not too sure exactly about my future, like, in terms of career and just in everything. Like, I don't know what I exactly want to do with my life. Like, I want to make positive change and help people, but I don't know how I'm going to accomplish that, like, realistically. Like, I know I'm just going to have to start building myself up within a career. And I might even be considering international politics and working for an embassy or working for the Department of State in general. Like, that's, like, probably the most interesting thing for me right now. But, um... I'm going to have to see. Um, this upcoming August, I plan on going to Berlin, Germany and studying there for a semester. And I believe that experience will be unlike any other experience I've ever had in my life. It will be the most unique thing that's ever happened to me. But we will have to see about all that. So, in my most great and humblest conclusion, I only have one more thing to say. This is the most experience that I've ever experienced in my life experience. And I thank everyone for listening in to this podcast. And as always, I need to drink more water. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, God, that, that's such a fucking weird-ass fucking thing. I'm going to cut.